Welcome to episode 54 of the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, J Bunny. Well, everybody, for this episode, I am so happy to welcome Jason Ellis back to the show. Those of you that are that are fans or members of Ellis Fam know that he has had a lot go on in the last few months, and uh, we talk about we talk about everything relating to his departure from Sirius XM and his new podcast. Uh, now, generally, as you know, this is a show about music. We don't talk too much about music in this one, but we, we get it in there, and I think that you guys are going to enjoy it. So without further ado, here's Jason Ellis. What's up, everybody? It's Jay Bunny, or those of you that are members of Ellis Fam know me as Wolf Knife Backseat Buttfuck. I am here today, once again, sitting at home on Skype during a goddamn blizzard, once again, drinking some beer from Ghost Talk Brewery in Clifton, New Jersey. Go ahead and check them out. Their shit's fantastic. And joining me today, uh, second appearance on the podcast, Jason Ellis. How's it going? Good, mate. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I've been having some, some back issues that I'm trying to get sorted out, and... Uh, like I said, there's a fucking blizzard today, uh, which is cool for my son because it's my son's 10th birthday today and he gets the day off of school because it's snowing. So, yay. <laughs> so it's been just over a year since the last time you were on the show uh, and a lot has changed since then. In addition to 2020 completely fucking any plans anyone had to do anything, Sirius XM canceled your show and, and fired you and Mike Tully and Kevin Kraft around Thanksgiving. You seemed pretty floored when it first happened, but it, in listening to the podcast you guys have done since then, Tully kind of sounded like it, he may have seen it coming. Now that, a few <laughs> months, now that a few months have passed and looking back on things, is it more obvious to you now that that was going to be the way things go, or does it still seem like it was out of nowhere? Um... Yeah, it's out of nowhere. Yeah, the whole uh, I sense it coming. I mean, that's you know, sure if you say so, but I call bullshit. You didn't know <laughs> if you had a fucking known. Why? Well, where'd you where'd you save your money? You didn't save your money. You just I could tell. If anything, I could tell recently is our viewership was down, and I wasn't sure if it was because Sirius XM was down. Or that uh, I had lost whatever it ha- it was that I had in the beginning to get people to listen. That's and my first thought was that I was no longer talented anymore. That's that's how I roll. So I never blamed Sirius. I never thought anything about it until I got released. And then I realized that, yeah, not that many people subscribe to Sirius as they used to. And podcasting in the last 15 years has fucking grown to take over. So... I just never paid attention to that shit because I tried to stay away from podcasting as much as I can because it was upsetting to me because they were doing the future's work and I was supposed to be the future and we were doing old man radio, you know? Yeah, I get where you're coming from. It's funny because I was sort of in the same – obviously, I didn't work for SiriusXM. Anybody that knows me or listens to this show knows that that is what I do aspire to at some point. But, you know, I was always championing – serious and, and i had friends too that were like man what about podcasting what about spotify what about all of this other stuff that exists it's like eh, but that's not radio uh that was how i looked at it but i see where you're coming from and obviously being a podcast host myself what's funny is that i i started this show because i had wanted to i went to college for radio and i wanted to get into you know serious was where i wanted to land and i never did it and i was like fuck i'll just do a podcast just to develop my skills and show people that this is a thing that I can do and have fun doing it in the meantime. So I would still like to land there, but I see where you're coming from with, with listenership. And I also see just seeing how things went with you and also uh, other shows, other channels that I listened to on Sirius XM, uh, Derek and Romaine, and then eventually the entire OutCue channel just completely got, got let go. And that yep. was, you know, that was uh, pretty uh, disappointing when that happened. And I also kind of, I have to say, I kind of feel like, you know, everybody, when, when that happened and when you got let go, like people were, oh, we're going to cancel the show support. And I always felt really bad that I couldn't do that because I had paid for a lifetime subscription that was already paid up. Like there was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. Like getting people back is overrated, man. In my in my life of uh, redemption, like uh, what is it? Fucking uh, when you get your revenge. Yeah. I'm not Tupac, man. It's not the sweetest thing next to getting pussy at all. To me, it's a fucking waste of time. Uh, I'd rather just, like, uh, get back to my life and not live in in the shadow of somebody else that might have slowed me down or, you know, it's just, I just don't take anything. After working there, that's one thing I can thank them for. I don't take anything personal anymore. It's just business and nobody fucking cares about you except 
except you. Like, wake up and smell the fucking coffee, because that's what's up. Nobody fucking cares, dude. And the, and the day you think that they do is the day you fuck up, because it's business, man. And if you're not hot or they're not hot or or uh, it's too much to carry or uh, something's got to give, it's you. They, they don't care. And it's not personal, because there's people at SiriusXM that really didn't want to call me and tell me that, and I know that. Because they know that I was doing a good job. They know that I built that thing by myself. But I don't know, man. At one point, it was like to get a million dollars and be an illiterate moron was just the joke on everybody. But to me now is, you know, I live my life my way. You know, I don't know when the dust settles how rich I'm going to be. But I also like, what the fuck is your deal with money, Jason? Like, why do you... When did I start caring so much about what my fucking car is in the driveway? Like, I really feel like this whole getting let go thing has made me analyze what's important in life, you know, and what's important in life is not how much money I make a month. It's, it's like, uh, my day to day life. How is it? Yeah. I get where you're coming from as far as, you know, focusing on what's important and, and family and your kids. Like, I, I, I understand that, you know, I got two kids myself and, uh, just trying to do what's best for them, <laughs> which is why I'm working at a tech support job instead of doing what I really want to be doing just because i got to make sure they're taken care of first and foremost yeah well that's another thing like maybe i don't do that well but i'm still my job is pretty good still yeah yeah well that's what i was gonna say is that uh, instead of calling it quits you're continuing the show as a podcast and you wasted no time building a studio in your home for the new shows how are you able to get that done so quick because <laughs> my life's on the line <laughs> and that's it's like, uh, don't get it built. I, I don't know, man. It's 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 like, make a move or disappear. Right, I'm right. Not, I'm not disappearing for fucking anybody. Like, that's not going to, that's not how it ends for me. So, yeah, I, I called people and it's actually surprising how many people wanted to help. People reached out to me and, and offered connections to me. Because they felt like, you know, what had happened was, you know, unfair and they, and they didn't want me to disappear. They felt like uh, I had the talent to, to be something bigger than I already was and, and sort of really reached out to me and offered help to me. So that's right. really how that happened. Like someone was like, you need to, you know, Burke Kreischer was like, you got to get back out there. And some other people reached me out, reached out to me and said, I build studios and I can do it if you just fly this guy out. So I just made a couple of investments and, and just, you know, I just kept thinking, you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, maybe the show is nowhere near over and maybe Sirius XM is over and the Jason L show is finally in that spot where it could be, you know, the, the, the show that I always thought it could be, like the biggest show in the world. Right, right. And and I know that I had tweeted you, I'd mentioned before Derek and Romaine, I had tweeted you with like their <laughs> handle in case you wanted to get in touch with them. And I know that you yeah, talked I, on... I almost did something with them. Oh, that's cool. I know that you had said you had a lot of a lot of uh, you when you reached out you had a bunch of a bunch of deals on the table and you, you signed a particular one. Uh what uh including one you mentioned there was maybe something from Sirius XM, which is confusing to me as as a listener, like they fired you, but hey, here you go. But in any event, you you did end up signing with with someone. What led you to sign that particular deal over others? Uh, because me looking at podcasting and how podcasting is delivered, I believe that Fighter and the Kid and the King of Sting are some of the best there is in the world right now, and that's the company that does their stuff and they do logan paul and people like that so they're more about and they're more about bringing the show they're not so much about bringing their company up they're more about bringing the the, the talent up so i the way they package is the most professional best looking it's our best foot in the door so it's more about the way they deliver stuff and what i have to deliver this way if it if it if it doesn't work out i can't say that i didn't try to do it the right way because i could do a derek romaine deal and just do a live show five days a week and we could only exist to the sirius xm subscribers that that hurt us and we'd make a lot of money but this way we make less money at the start we have less shows which is something i'm not a fan of one show a week is fucking bullshit but if you build this the right way and it's like fighter and the kid then we might end up doing like three shows a week and we might end up making real money from it like more money than anybody before and then when you ask about the jason l show people can say whether they like it or not but they'll definitely know what it is because it's out there in the ether with everybody else not hidden behind a paywall 
that is slowly disappearing. Right. So this uh, this buddy of mine was saying how he likes he likes your show, but he didn't know that because he didn't follow you closely enough to know that you'd gotten like, oh, and so I let him know all of the goings on. And he had said, oh, you know, I started listening to uh, he was a right wing guy. He's like, I started listening to Sirius for Howard and Howard's too much of a liberal now. I can't listen to him anymore. He was like, but I like Jason Ellis. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I didn't want to. Didn't want to get into politics with him. I was like, all right, well, this is where you can find Jason Ellis. He's still around. Yeah, I know that SiriusXM social media team was never a fan of the Jason Ellis show. So when I got let go, I'm sure their social media team weren't weren't like in a hurry to advise anybody where I'd gone. I mean, I think somebody showed me that they tagged me on Twitter, and it was the it was at Wolfmate on Twitter. So it was just some fat, fat white lady. They're like, <laughs> if you want to catch him, here's where you catch him, and they just tag some lady. And I'm like. Man, I things like that make me happy to not be there because it was always to me it's like uh, they break you. Like I feel like Opie and and Anthony are like these sad millionaires that like got paid a lot of money to do radio, but they also got treated like shit. So they kind of feel like they're not that good. It's like this weird love hate thing, and I feel like that's just a part of working in a corporate organization when you're the talent. It's it's not TV, it's radio. And in old school radio, it's a bunch of executives trying to put the talent down because they think they're the talent. That's what radio is. And podcasting, it's the same as the way the world is now with talent. You don't need a manager all the time now. You don't need an agent all the time. And in podcasting, in porn, you don't need a fucking, you can just do your own OnlyFans. Like, we're cutting out the middleman. And in my experience of 30 years in this bullshit game, the middleman can fuck off they've never done fucking anything for me except waste my fucking money and my time and it looks cool you show up with a couple of guys that will carry your bag it's for fucking pussies so that's why at this point when this thing blows up that's again guess who's handling the deal me right i'm handling all the deals everything i saw that you had made a an instagram post the other day about about making you know the about the numbers being needing needing to be a certain thing for this to be successful. <laughs> what where is there is there certain platforms over others that would be better for for fans to get the show or is anywhere they get it count? I think Spotify and iTunes, as far as I know, is the best. If you just okay. listen to it, that counts the most because it's uh, sponsors want to know that you're listening to the show, not just downloading it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, I personally, I personally have been listening to it on on Amazon. Uh, but if uh, another platform is better, then I will make sure to go there. I I really don't know for sure, but that's what I heard. And it's just uh, to me, it's a uh, you know, like the comp- cast was like, look, you're growing twice as fast as anybody else. And I'm like, yeah, but everybody else just started, and we're already we were already something. But it really is very apparent how much we're not a part of the podcast world because. It's like a different audience. It's like where all of a sudden we just showed up and people are like, who the fuck are these guys? And I'm like, man, I don't who the fuck are we like everybody you're listening to base their shit off me. So that's who I am. I was here first, just on the wrong thing. Now, in addition to the the Jason Ellis show that everybody knows and loves and and is now uh, a a once a week uh, free podcast, you guys also have other shows you and the guys you know tully and kevin also have other shows you have your solo podcast awesome world you're launching an mma show with alan joban called good day mma uh, you have the jason ellis show patreon shows and you mentioned possibly doing a show with tony hawk in the future in addition to that tully has the tully show and his patreon shows and kevin has mad scientist party hour am i missing anything else that you guys are doing currently no that's it i'm uh in the middle of probably losing awesome world and just keeping because i do a patreon a solo patreon so i do two awesome world patreon shows a week and two jason l shows on patreon right so when you but uh when the tony show comes out because i've got to drive down there every thursday to the ramp and do the show with him so joe band show monday and then uh record patreon shows for the jason l show tuesday wednesday and a jason l show podcast then the Tony Hawk show on Thursdays. So the Tony Hawk show is going to get big, and so is the Jason Ellis show, which means they're probably going to turn into more than one show a week. So right. if they turn into more than one show a week, I should probably give up Awesome World so that I can focus. Because to me, right now, if I do Jason Ellis show, G'day MMA, and Hawk versus Wolf, that's three podcasts. They're free, and I can fucking really work hard on them and make them – 
making something that I think could be all three of them. I think can have their own their own life, their own business. So that's that's my goal, and the Patreon's just sort of like to pay the rent because the studio's in my house, and I didn't know this was going to happen. And I live in a house that at this point I cannot afford to live in. Right. So I'm just lucky I fucking gave up the Mercedes and shit before I got dropped because I've actually. Like, I know Telly says that he thought something was going to happen. I don't know exactly if he knew that was going to happen, but I knew that things had got tight because I could tell by the response on the show. I just know if we're hot or not, and I know we're not. And I was like, I feel like the channel was a the channel the channel move was a bad idea. I feel like going to Opie and Anthony's channel and 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 nobody because I you know it was all this big meeting I had with somebody that I'm not going to say any, cause I'll probably get in trouble, but promises, promises, you know? And it was just like 50% of that was a fucking straight up lie. And at one point I even heard Obi before he got fired. They were like, why is it called faction talk now? And he's like, I got no fucking idea. And I thought, cool. Cause you fucking know exactly why everybody knows why, but nobody's going to say it. No one's going to announce it. And then it's just going to, and then it just turned into, because it's not even what it is. And I'm like, okay, cool. I already signed the deal, but Faction Talk was supposed to be my channel. Jude was supposed to come over. And then all these people, like Bennington and Kavina and Rich, I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah. And they're using your studio. So I just became a bitch, you know? I just, for being a rebel of people thinking I'm a rebel, I'm a fucking bitch. Those guys broke me. I did whatever they wanted. I mean, I think that, you, I mean, I don't, I only know what I hear on, I uh, heard on the radio, but it seems like you kind of got dicked around a little, because, you know, before the move, they had, I guess, that they had given you partial control over the Faction music channel, and so it seemed like, it seemed to me as a listener, like, okay, well, he's already got this, this bit of control over this channel, and now they're moving him <laughs> somewhere else, and naming yeah. the channel after where he was, like... I had the name, I had my name in the other channel, that's why I didn't want to leave, I... I think I've mentioned it, but at one point I told my manager at the time that I do not want to move. And that's when the CEO called me and started yelling at me in a restaurant because he's like, what do you mean you don't want to go over there? And I'm like, this doesn't sound like it's worth it to me. You know, I already have faction with Jason Ellis and I have control of the music. And and that was when there was all this money offered. And, and uh, it was more money for the other guys, which didn't really turn out the right way because kevin was never happy so you know and i remember andrew always bitching at me which was crazy like get me more money and i'm like i'm getting you more money cool <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i don't miss it at all now this is this podcast this isn't your first foray into the podcasting world and i wanted to ask you if i could about some of the the past podcasts that you did you had done you and tully had started the Electronics podcast at one yeah. point and i recall that when you guys started that out um, you had said that it was going to tackle more serious topics than your Sirius XM show, and and it did at, at at first. And then at some point that morphed into Podly Crew, and Kevin was involved. And then Tully and Kevin left, and it was Electronics again, but but you by yourself. Uh, what caused all of that changing, and why why did that show eventually end? Well, I just did that because on it said they'd sp- that you know Aubrey was like you got to do a podcast, and then we did that, and then I got in trouble for saying that I was going to say something different than the jason l show so i had to take that down and that's when we changed it to Pudley crew and it was more to try and get kevin more money that's why i offered to him to be there because i knew that i could split the money with all three of them then i was like we've got to do it at our house at my house and they both said they didn't want to do it at my house and that's when i was like well i'm not doing i made this for you to get money and you don't you won't drive to my house for fucking 500 bucks an episode Nobody cares. Like, so I, the people don't real. there's a, there's been times where we don't all agree, you know, right. like I feel like everybody, Tully wants the show to be one way. I want it to be another. Andrew wanted it to be another way. I want it to be another. I think Kevin was just stuck in the middle all the time. You know, I don't, I, re- I really don't. I just know that we, we've spent a lot of years together and we're very opposite people. And there's been times when we haven't seen eye to eye. And it became very apparent to me when the podcast that when that happened, where it was like, I wouldn't, I said, at one point I was like, I'll build a studio and we can do our show, you know, on sunset until he was like, I'm not moving there. So it just always, I've always felt like those guys would stay at Sirius XM if they got offered a deal. This You're going to get me in trouble, but I'm sorry. I just, well, I don't, I feel like there was maybe now things have changed again. Cause maybe I'm, easier to deal with and maybe they're like happier to work with me 
because it doesn't seem like that anymore again. seems like we're all kind of friends again. But at I one mean, point, that's just a fucking fact. I was like, what if I rent a place? And he was like, I'm not going. And I was like, wow, okay. Oh, well, I mean, I would say that it does seem in, in everything that, that you have mellowed out a bit and, and probably become easier to deal with. I do recall that back in, in when, when the show was still on, on the Faction Music Channel and Raw Dog was on the show and they had those, you know, all the serious music channels have those things where you can take a survey and since you guys were such a big part of that channel they included questions about the jason ellis show on the survey and like <laughs> one of the questions that they asked in the surveys was like what do you like about the ellis show what don't you and i know that whenever i took the surveys one of the things that i always made sure to say i didn't like was when you would just flip out at josh all the time it's like this is not i, I don't like hearing this <laughs> let's yeah. not do this anymore. Me, me neither <laughs> i don't like hearing me flip out i remember a long time ago Reverend Bob Levy said, you got to flip out more. People love it when you flip out. And then I've, I've even had people reach out to me on Patreon recently and said, hey, man, I love the show, but it, I, I used to like it better when you used to rip on Kevin. And I thought it's funny because, you know, some people would prefer that I, you know, I checked everybody for their pants and fucking told everybody that they were a piece of shit and fuck old people. But I got older and I feel for people more than I think about. I used to think about myself a lot more than I do now. And I kind of, it's funny because I think a lot of younger people are like, I don't like this open-minded, you know what I mean, having feelings, Jason Ellis. I liked it better when he was a fucking asshole and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm a work in progress. People relate to me because I'm a mess that still holds it down, you know, and, and, but the facts are still that I am a mess, you know, like I, I am a struggling person who is trying to be trying to live my life, my way. And it's definitely an odd life. I don't think everybody's like my, like me, but I'm also trying to make other people's lives enjoyable. And that has made me realize a lot of the mistakes that I've made in the past. So uh, yeah, I I am apologetic a lot because I feel like I still have problems with that stuff. But I also feel like sometimes my honesty gets me into trouble and I don't feel sorry about that because, you know, I mean, if you want to play the that's not what it's like game, I, I don't care. I don't have time for it. I only have the truth. Uh, mm. I don't, that's how I that's how I want to live my life. Well, that's that's fair. Now, now uh, we were I was mentioning your your past podcast, another show that you had done that I really enjoyed was the high and dry with with Mike Catherwood. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, like I, I enjoyed almost there was only one there was one thing about that show I didn't like. I enjoyed everything else about that show, except that that guy that you guys had on it was like a friend of Cather was a Brazilian dude. I didn't care for him, but I liked everything <laughs> else about that show. It's so weird how some people don't like one person. Like I always hear that. It's like one like I fucking hate Jamie Foxx. I love Jamie Foxx. Like it's just always, you know, that guy with the Brazilian accent's hilarious. I fucking hate that guy. Like I <laughs> I've heard I hear it it I've seen, so I feel like I wonder if fans see it sometimes on my feed where someone goes, Worst show ever, worst guest, and then the man, that was the funniest thing. I cried, I had to pull over and I'm like, it's the same fucking segment, two different one eighty opinions what do I do? Like, what am I supposed to do with that? I'm like, I guess I should just keep just, doing what I fucking believe in. Cause right. at the end of the day, that if you don't listen to me anymore, because I've admitted that I'm bi or then fucking don't, you know, like fucking I'll go dig a fucking hole in the outback and have, talk to koalas, like fucking do it. <laughs> go on fucking unlisten to me. I don't, I just, I'm not going to stop being me. That's it. No, no, and and I think that you know you had said initially that that the reason you know that show eventually ended, and you had mentioned I believe that it was taking away from your focus on the the Sirius XM show, which was your was your yeah. main show. Um, I was right. I was right in doing that. Those guys weren't handling it the right way. Those guys were taking too much of the percentage, and those guys didn't have the in-house team to build a podcast. It was only as big as it was going to get because they didn't have the thing that Cast has where. I now, like, once I have, I think it's seven episodes, then every podcast that they deliver has an ad of my podcast in their podcast. Everyone. And then all the podcasts that they make, I am a guest on their podcast. And then their guys, if they want to come on my podcast, all those things, they go from, they think take things from, like, 20 to 100. That's, like, their percentage rate. So if I'm doing... Uh, 60,000 downloads an episode, 
then maybe they bump it up to this other thing, which immediately gets us in the money, which immediately starts getting all three of us paid. You know, not it's obviously not what it was, but I think to Kevin, I think it'll be like, he might get more than he's ever got in the first six months. He might have a great year if we actually get this thing going. It's so funny to me that the other two guys on the show are Tully and Kevin are both from New Jersey, where I'm from. And I've actually talked to Kevin a little bit on, on Instagram here and there. Like, he lived... He's a little older than me. He's a couple of years older than me, but he lived in like the same area of Jersey that I do. It's crazy. Well, that's Sirius XM New York, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not to get too much on the other stuff, you you also had that that show with Mayhem Miller, the Ultimate Friends conversation. We kind of <laughs> know we kind of know what happened with that. And yeah. you had you had Love and Hate, which was a Sirius XM show. We had that with your wife and with Anne Hache. And I believe yeah. that you said that that got got canceled by Sirius. You you established earlier in our conversation. You already have a lot going on. But is there any chance for any of this stuff that 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 people might enjoy, like the sh- a show with Catherwood or a show with Anne and Katie, to come back at, in some way? I mean, down the road, anything's possible. Especially right now, I don't know what is going to stick. But as it stands right now, I I'm pretty busy, and I definitely would don't would not want to take on something else because it's just too much. I just I just know how it is. But if my wife wants to do one. She's talked about it and she wants to have those people on. Then maybe you just, it's just, you know, they're not that consistent, man. Like, I don't know. And hey, maybe because of the pandemic, but like usually to get her, you know, once a week somewhere, that's not that easy, man. All right. And what's the point? What's the structure? Where are we going? And I feel like this is crazy to say, but professionalism, it, there was no plan ever. Right. And I feel like that's why I like the MMA show with Alan because. Alan's the smart guy. He's the straight guy, and that's how I operate. I don't. I'm not the straight guy. I, you are. I need to you are not. <laughs> yeah. So I like concepts like that now, where I believe I know a lot. I love MMA, and uh, Alan knows a lot, and he's in it. And it just seemed like something that I always thought was a good idea. I just didn't engage it because I was preoccupied with doing a serious XM show every day. Right. I will say about, I mean, Love and Hate was interesting. And what I liked about Love and Hate, you know, in addition to you and, and Anne, is, is that I liked hearing Katie on the show. She, and, and also uh, with High and Dry, she was more of a more of a, a figure in, in that show as well. And I like I like hearing her on the radio more. And it seems like now, I mean, she's not necessarily on. I haven't heard her, at least on the, the free shows yet, but except for chiming in here and there. But she's sort of your producer now, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's in charge of everything. Uh, I know that you had said when she had managed one of the Ellis Mania events a while, uh, 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 maybe last year, two years ago, that it was the smoothest it had ever run just because she understands you. She understands your project. She understands what you're looking for. Is that at, at least part of why she's involved with the show in the way she is now? Um, well, there's that. And there's we don't have any fucking money, dude. Like, I, who am I? I got to pay somebody 80 grand a year to produce the Jason Ellis show when... I'm not sure I'm going to make 80 grand this year. <laughs> That's like, fair. How's, how's that work? And, and because I knew she's not one of those wives who's like, yeah, yeah, he's crazy. Like she's, she knows what I do and she watches it. She doesn't like look away and wait for me to bring home the money. Like she's listened to the show. She's been at Ellis Mania's before we were dating. She, you know, we're, we have a lot in common. We're very similar. She likes fighting and, you know, fucking and violence and in the night, you know, in an adult way or whatever, but we have a lot of similarities. So, you know, she thinks I'm funny and I think she's funny. So she's listened to the show, not because she's my wife. She's like, you know, I like Jason. He's a funny guy. So she knows about the show. She knows what I like about the show, what I don't like about the show. So yeah, more than, more than anybody, I just don't like cheese, man. And she's like super anti cheese as well. So she always, I, I, I'm, I less of it go, comes my way because she's in charge of it all. And I love, you know, I mean, she wanted a career, and it's like all I do is take care of your stupid ass. And it's now she, now she's running a fucking business that we're out, you know, all of us are depending on. She's got an OnlyFans account. She makes more money than all of us. She's running the fucking show right now, and I feel like she's got, you know, she feels she's got some pride. She's doing. She probably feels really proud. I know it's busy and we're both very stressed about it, but this is this is life. Like we've been together enough now to know that, you know, we're fighters and if and whatever it takes, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna make it we're gonna we're gonna have a great life. Nothing's gonna stop us, you know? Yeah, man. It really I I've oh I've never met her. I mean, I was 
she was standing near me at the the one Ellis Mania I went to, but we've never met. But just in hearing her on your shows and hearing the way that you guys interact with him, it really seems like she's the the best the best person for you. You guys really were made for each other. It seems. Yeah. And, yeah. and I and it really it really uh, I feel like although although your relationships may not be traditional, I really you know it really is something that that in general people should aspire to finding someone that fits them as well as you guys fit yeah yeah because for sure i would have thought who i am dating me would that just doesn't there there, there should wouldn't be anybody but there is because we're yeah. very very happy yeah you know this is generally a show about music and so i would be remiss in not asking the last time you were on you had mentioned the possibility of bringing back the band in some form and including hate bean or cool beans since then you've reconciled with christian and josh and it's been mentioned that the original band could reform do you have any solid plans one way or the other as as to what might go on with the band not really i can tell you that christian is coming to my house tomorrow and we're working on a song that i'm singing to pink because she's going to be a guest on the show so i'm going to serenade her with a song in the same cadences remember when i did the dear dick song for rob dear dick yeah 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 so we're going to work on a song together tomorrow um so potential of us doing a uh a death that die play a bunch of songs or whatever i feel like there's a huge possibility of of that happening one time for an Ellis mania or something like that. I don't know about it. I don't know about a new song. And I, and I also feel like if the band did get back together, the chances of, uh, hate being and death, death die are pretty low. Well, yeah, it did seem like Christian had a lot to say about will. On I know. And I'm, trying, I'm trying to get those guys to talk to each other, but it's not easy for me, man. I've, I've had a, I mean, like I'm fucking stressed. I could potentially be super depressed about all of this but i'm really trying to stay like focused on shit and when i talk to those guys and you know they got this bitterness towards each other i just i can't be in the middle i can only help so much if you if you fucking hate him hate the other guy that much i don't want to be involved in it you know and then the and then the whole you know i gotta talk to sirius xm to, before i come on the show i i just feel like it sounds like another hook in my side and i just don't I just, I still can't listen to Sirius Sex in my car. I don't, I don't want, if I'm hearing that like there's trouble with you coming on my show, then don't come on. Just stay away from me. Cause I, I don't answer to that anymore. Cause I know that the fucking CEO is not going to fire anybody for being on my podcast. It's fucking bullshit. It just, it just, it's just another thing where it reminds me of that whole organization where you ask a question and you get this weird, well, we'll talk. You I mean, I've got to talk to this fucking person that doesn't even have a name, like just some goddamn ghost that apparently is going to fucking control the answer to whether I can do this, this, and this. And he'll get back to us when he gets back to us. I'm just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not for free, uh, uh-uh, uh, not, not anymore. If that's the, if that's what you have to say, then you should tell somebody else because I don't work there. If you think it's mysterious, you stay over there and get mysterious. I'm over here with facts. You coming in? Yes or no? And also, no is no problem. I don't hate anybody. I'm not mad at anybody. I just don't want to be in it at all. That's fair enough. And then as for Ellis Mania, because we mentioned that a couple times, you were able to do one last year with no crowd at Lake Havasu. Do you think you'll do any crowdless events just to keep them going? Or are you going to wait for all this Corona shit to subside so you can do a proper event with a crowd and ticket sales and all that shit? Yeah, I'm definitely going to wait. I mean, you know, you're talking about a budget and for me to just drop a bunch of money again right now. Yeah. That's insane. That's, so, yeah. yeah. And, and are you still planning on doing them in, in Vegas or is, is Ellis yeah. fight Island and Havasu like the new home of Ellis mania? Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, one, I feel like, we we got options, you know. I feel like right now is all about building that podcast back up, and then uh, when the pandemic ends, I feel like the Jason L show can now start going to comedy clubs because we're a podcast, and we the people that we work with sign they 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 get podcasts to go to comedy stores. So I think we're gonna do a lot of touring, which is gonna build more crowds. And then I think the Ellis Mania is going to be even bigger, and it'll probably be at Virgin, at that room that'll be called something else. Yeah, I just, just whether, I just, for me, I'll do it because it's going to be fun, but just to keep doing them because 
I can is not what it's about. So I would only just look at it, doing one big one and then maybe one big one in Havasu. And if people like it and the show grows again and goes back to that energy that it once had when people were listening all the time, then sky's the limit. I certainly hope to, to like I said, the only, the only, or I told you on the last time you were on the show, the only show I ever got to go to was when you guys did the final, you know, band performance in New York and you called the band Horse Force and then, and then later said the event was Ellis Mania nine and a half. Uh, I went to that one, but I've never been to any of the other ones. Um, so I really hope to get to go to one in the future. So the only other thing is, you know, we've, we've touched a lot on, on a lot here today. Uh, of all of what you've got going on now and in the future, do you have any other plans for the future that we may not have mentioned? Do you have any, uh, you know, uh, might you guys, now that you have this new uh, podcast and this, you know, new start and all this, might you guys write another, you and Tully write another book maybe, or? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's funny. Cause I was making a joke with Christian yesterday about uh, softening the fuck up, <laughs> you know, cause of like, the things that have happened recently and i'm like man i am not this fucking hard guy that everybody thinks like i i'm super sad about what happened like i'm soft as fuck so another book sounds so terrible to me but especially just you know the i don't know if the book's about shooting guns and clits i don't don't know what it is man but i'm a little gun shy about books because i feel like that last one uh, you know man was was upsetting to a lot of people (laughs) whatever well like, like I'm, happy, but I'm happy about it man i feel like you know not everybody's bi and not and not many people are married that have kids that have open relationships and have a radio show where they talk about grinder i mean there's fucking 50 percent of this country believes in jesus christ is judging and watching you when you sleep so yeah i'm fucking irritating uh but I, I might die tomorrow. I might die, and I'm not hiding. I'm not hiding from anybody, and that's how I'm going to die, in the light, not scared, with a big smile on my face. Don't give a fuck about whatever other shit. When my kids get older, Dad, what's up with that? It's life. That's what your dad is. Your dad's a bisexual guy who has a wife who's okay with me sleeping with other people, and guess what? All the people he slept with, they're all in agreement. Nobody's getting raped around here. We're all having fun doing yeah. adult things like uh, you know anybody else in the world doing whatever they do on the weekend. Play golf, fucking what, smoke cigars. It's just like this weird, you know. All of a sudden, I'm odd because you know, in the Bible says I am. Like it was, it just I don't have time for that shit. Especially when I think that I might not live that long. I I refuse to hide and and you know I kind of feel like uh, a part of me would be really cool if I was just not into all that stuff because then it would be easier for everybody to digest me but this is how this is what i am and if anybody's like this at all and i know that there is somebody like me i know that there's at least one yeah i was i was gonna say i'm i i am i i i myself am a bisexual guy with two kids in in a in a somewhat open relationship my partner just got herself a new boyfriend like two weeks ago like i'm i just uh, i you 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 are you are succeeding in the life that i have tried to live for a very long time right and i can you know i could see telling people in your own little town that that's a fucking big deal like a lot of people are going to judge you for the rest of your fucking life for that stuff and i'm i'm okay with that and i just want other people to know it's okay because i don't want anybody to hide i don't want anybody to like uh kill themselves or hurt themselves because they feel like being like this is is bad at all in any way like i it's funny when i hear myself say it people are like man you gotta talk to your kids about that yeah like what's the big deal what people fucking how do you think you got here it's just insane to me to think we can watch everybody get kicked in the face you can watch fucking people spear each other in the face in movies but you can't talk about coming in people like get the fuck out of here it's such a ass backwards world that i don't co-sign at all like i just feel like sex is totally natural you know and and shooting people is crazy bad but one one's just everywhere and the other one you get flagged for getting even near it on instagram you know and in the name of what like what is that i feel like there's this weird thing where people think if you could show stuff like that or you were you were open to discussing having sex with other people that all of a sudden everybody just starts running down the street naked 
coming on innocent civilians. Like it's just, it, you know, it's like this weird, I don't know, this opinion where people got it twisted that you give them an inch and all this, you know, you let people have sex with other people. And next thing you know, it's just a rape school. Like it's just, it just, I don't, it's like the, the, the more scared, the more clueless, the more believable it is that this ridiculous thing could happen that, you know, a free society of, of uh, stigmatisms of sex and nudity and whatnot would just turn into rape-topia because it wouldn't, you know? Right. It's like if there, was, if there was no religion, all of a sudden people start raping and stealing. Bullshit, you know? Human morals came here before religion. Yeah, well, it's a, uh, what was it? I think it was, I don't want to misattribute it, but I feel like it was Pendulet who said, I, 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 I don't need... I don't need religion because I already, you know, to stop me from from raping. I I, I don't want to rape, and I don't need religion to tell me that that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or or murder or theft or you know, you know, violence to some innocent person. It's all it's just crazy to know that if you don't have him, I don't want to talk shit. I feel like I'm talking shit a lot today. You made me angry. I don't know what happened. There. <laughs> I think it was the podcast thing. Shit, I'm sorry, Ellis, but I, that's that's all I've got for you today. I'm, I'm I want to thank you for for being back on the show and uh you know hopefully we can uh you know, i'm going to be putting all of the social media plugs and all that and and uh, you know that way we can get more people listening to the podcast because it's it's awesome i actually you know i subscribe to the the patreon i'm still trying to figure out patreon for myself anybody that listens to this show knows that i uh, that for about the last fucking year and a half it's like i've got a patreon but i don't have any tears yet but if you want to give me money go ahead like i'm still figuring that whole fucking thing out but uh uh, yeah, you, know. you might want to you might want to get on that. I mean, you started one and you don't have a tier or do a show on it. No, I, I don't. I just uh, I just signed up for the thing. And, and the first the first thing I've done with it, other than write a bio about myself and my show, is I subscribe to yours. <laughs> well, I guess if you don't have a plan, I wouldn't start it yet. You definitely want you know, open it and start charging people. You want to have a show going, you know. Right. Well, that's the thing is that this show, because I sort of started it as as a as a hobby and then i always tell people like it it sort of is what it is it happens as it happens like as i can book guests i'll do a show but there's no real set schedule it kind of makes it hard right. to to do that yeah but when you do set a schedule you'll find that the show becomes a lot more pro because to me that's how all podcasting has been my whole life i don't really care until now like everything i did in podcasting was because someone else said that i should podcast i was like do you know how much I care about doing this show? Like to me, it was fucking tedious waste of time. And I knew, and I thought nobody's listening. So what is this? Like, there's no point. I'm, I'm a radio guy, but now there's no choice. I gotta, I gotta get, get on the team. Hopefully they'll let me get on the bus, you know? <laughs> well, I pre again, I appreciate being on show. I appreciate the advice. I will definitely. I've had some ideas, but I will definitely get on that to try and get that yeah, implemented. Yeah, pull cause... the trigger, man. Like fucking, what happens if you die tomorrow? Like fucking, if you got an idea, fire it off. Let's go. That's fair enough, man. And uh, you know, just keep keep doing what you're doing, because because uh, <laughs> I enjoy it, and I know that that's uh, you know, I'm only one person, but I enjoy what you do, which is why I I'm paying for it, your Patreon. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Plenty more to come.
from the album Ninja Flying Eagles, that was Death, Death, Die with Rabies Babies. I want to thank Jason Ellis again for being on the show. You can follow Jason on social media at Wolfmate on Instagram, at EllisMate on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow the Jason Ellis Show at the Jason Ellis Show on Instagram and Twitter, and make sure that you look for his podcast. It's anywhere that podcasts can be found. Uh, as I mentioned in the show, I personally uh, have been listening on Amazon, but it's also available on iTunes, on Spotify, and like I said, anywhere that you get your podcasts. You can also find the J Bunnies Music Hub podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at J Bunny's Music Hub. As I mentioned in the show, as I mention all the time, I have a, a Patreon that I haven't done anything with, and uh, you know, Ellis really, you know, has me motivated to, to make sure that something gets done with that. So I, probably this weekend, I'm going to put something up on there as far as tiers, even if it's just the basic, like, hey, you're supporting me for a buck or whatever. I've got some ideas. We'll see how they go. And we'll change it if necessary, but I'm definitely going to get that up and running in a way that is actually <laughs> serving a purpose instead of, hey, there's this account that nobody can do anything with that I keep saying I'm going to do something with. So there you go. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, if you support music the way that I do by buying it, you can also follow Industry Embers at Industry Embers on Facebook and Twitter and either post or tweet your music purchases with the hashtag buymusic, B-U-Y, or it's buymusic, B-Y-E. As for what's next for the show, uh, I've got some emails out there waiting for responses. I've got some emails into me waiting for my response. I have uh, an interview that was supposed to occur that had to get postponed, so hopefully we'll get that one done and get that show up. Uh, That's about it. Like I said, as I mentioned to Ellis, as I mentioned to you guys all the time, this show happens as it happens, uh, although hopefully, as Ellis said, I can put more structure to it because that's how that's how you grow this shit, right? So that's all I've got for you guys today. I'm going to leave you today with another song by uh, Jason Ellis by the earlier incarnation of his band Taint Stick. This is Load. Until next time, guys. Dying, there's nowhere left to breathe. All we care about is stupid celebrities and all the talk of war and election years. We never listen to the kids and the things they fear. These are things that I don't care about. There's just one thing. That makes me wanna shout Why can't I shoot a load on your face? Forget the world, it's a messed up place There's no tomorrow, there's no time to waste Just let me put a load on your face A girl is born with far too many legs Iraqi people are forced to steal and beg Katrina came and left so many dead The children pray, they pray for their daily bread These are things that I don't care about There's just one thing that makes me wanna shout What can I shoot a load on your face? Forget the world, it's a messed up place There's no tomorrow, there's no time to waste Just let me put a load on your face There's nothing I wouldn't do Get it all over you 
taken is when can I pull it out? What can I shoot a load on your face? Forget the world, it's a messed up place. There's no tomorrow, there's no time to waste. Just let me put a load on your face. Why can't I put a load on your face? What you said about hating the taste. What better way to finish the day? Feels like catching it.